Welcome to Spirit of Life's weekly podcast, Relevant Messages for Your Life. This week's message coming to you from Daniel, Chapter 7. Grace, mercy, and peace be to all of you friends from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters in Jesus, Mr. Johnson stares directly at the large doors of Central Bank and Trust. He knows that the decision that will be made inside of those doors in the next hour will drastically affect his life. You see, Mr. Johnson hasn't been paying his bills and he just lost his job. His current bank called his home loan, and so without another bank willing to take on his mortgage, he'll be out on the street. Mr. Johnson walks in through those large doors, and the tile floor makes echoes underneath his feet. He tried to wear his best suit, even though it was pretty ratty. He tried to press it. He tried to polish up his shoes. Hopefully, the loan officer doesn't notice the hole in one toe. He throws his shoulders back, and he confidently and with a smile walks into the loan director's office. There's a giant desk made out of mahogany, and a man behind the desk who looks powerful and intimidating with perfectly pomaded hair and clothing. What can I do for you, Mr. Johnson? Well, Mr. Johnson describes his situation, and the loan officer pulls off of the shelf from the, the shelf behind him two giant books, and you can hear them thud on the table. One of the books contains the records of Mr. Johnson's finances with that bank previously, and the other contains the decision-making paperwork that needs to be signed in order to take over the loan and rescue his family from foreclosure. Mr. Johnson knows that no matter what show he puts on, no matter what suit, no matter what shoes, these books are going to determine where his family will be. In our lesson for today, Daniel chapter 7, the prophet Daniel is dreaming. He's having a vision from God, and he sees before him thrones and someone known as the Ancient of Days sitting on that intimidating throne. Well, that's God, and the Bible says that his clothing was as white as snow and his head was white like wool. Well, we've got to understand what this vision means, so let's describe it. That's God's way of saying that he is perfect. He's without blemish. His head was white like wool and white as snow. The vision says that his throne that he was sitting upon was flaming with fire. That fire is a picture of God's power and the ability to burn with judgment against sin and the ability to purify sinful people with a fiery love. Thousands and thousands of people are standing before the throne of the Ancient of Days. That's the Bible's way of saying that the whole world is gathered before him, and court begins. The books are opened. Now here we've got to jump ahead to Revelation chapter 20 if we want to understand what's in these books. Revelation chapter 20, the Apostle John writes this, I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. So one of the books on the table says what people have done, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the other book says who gets to live eternally in heaven, the book of life. Every deed from every person put on display before a holy God. And when the deeds don't match up with the purity of God, his fire of judgment comes. Back to our friend, Mr. Johnson at the bank. Remember I told you how he tried to hide how broke he truly was? Polish up the holy shoes, press the wreck suit. He did that because he knew the truth was going to be laid out in the bank ledger no matter what before him. So he tried to cover it up by making himself look better. Well, let's imagine that God returns today and does what Daniel says he's going to do. He says that he opens up his holy book. The standard to get into heaven is that you've got to match up with that white as snow holiness of God. And so God opens up his book of deeds and he reads off your name. Are you ready for that conversation? Like Mr. Johnson, you and I try to polish up 
the busted shoes and jacket. Well, look at how much I gave in offerings. I'm a pretty nice person. I think I try really hard to be good in the world and do nice things. You know, when people usually say stuff like that and brag about themselves and pat themselves on the back, it's usually because they're trying to cover up for some inadequacy and some guilt, right? Let's have an honest look at the dream. God opens up his book. When he does that, will he see us as committed to him perfectly, loving our neighbors perfectly, sharing his word perfectly, or will he find us unprepared for that book to be opened? How terrifying it is to fall into the judgment seat of an angry God bent on burning away sin with judgment. Mr. Johnson sits in the bank, and he hears the loan officer read read his statements one after another, all the things that he hadn't paid, all the debts that remained outstanding. He knows the deed to his house is as good as gone, and he thinks in his mind, there's nothing I can do, I'm hopeless. But suddenly, there's a knock at the door to the office. And the president of the bank strolls in. Loan officer, tell me Mr. Johnson's story. And so he does. And the bank president shakes his head. No, no, this is not good, not good at all. I don't want Mr. Johnson to be out on the street. So the bank president grabs the, the book that contains the paperwork that needs to be filled out to take on the loan. And he fills out the paperwork himself. And he says, Mr. Johnson, today we're going to make this new loan decision based on my personal bank account, not on yours. Daniel's vision continues. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. In the New Testament, Son of Man is, of course, Jesus. Jesus calls himself that, a fulfillment of these verses. Sinful people standing before the judgment seat of an angry God. And Jesus walks in. And you notice that in the lesson, there's more than one throne. It's thrones. Jesus sits down on one of the thrones, too. And he says, my authority says that their name is written in the book of life. You know how before I asked you to make an honest assessment of what would be written in the book of deeds placed before the perfect God? Well, you know what you're going to see there. You're going to see terrible things. You're going to see gross things. You're going to see ugly, sinful deeds. That's all you're going to find. But now that same power to judge you, that same fire that existed at God's throne is not used to punish you, but to purify you, to clean you with a fire of love shown in the greatest way when the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, took on God's fire, died and paid the debt that you could not pay. Every single thing written in that book of deeds, all of your sins have been expunged, whited out, eliminated. And that could happen because God read the riot act against his own son so that he could proclaim you not guilty. This text is particularly applicable to me because, well, I've sat in a few courtrooms in my day with some friends of mine, people that I knew. I've been involved in a court case of sorts. And when you sit in a courtroom for long enough and seen enough of them, what you discover is that when you are before a judge who has evidence before him and you don't know if he's going to say guilty or innocent or if he's going to rule in your direction, that's that's a pretty scary thing. It's terrifying, right? It strikes me that this court case vision in Daniel is very different than our worldly ones because Christians get to go into this one knowing what the verdict is already. Do you think that affects how you're going to prepare to walk into the courtroom? Do you think that affects how you are going to approach your end as you stand before God? I can't tell you if you and I are going to die first or if God is going to return first. But I can tell you this, friends, all of us at one time or another will stand before God's judgment seat. 
and you know that the verdict is already going to be that your name is in the book of life and that you have heaven. So look at what that means for you this week. That means that when you face uncertainty in this life, you've got the greatest certainty already in your pocket. So while you are politically minded and you don't know exactly what results are going to be in the election because you've been elected for heaven, you don't worry about it. You don't stress about it and panic because you know that you've already been elected for heaven and that your guilt has been eliminated. You're not going to fear guilt every day in this world. You don't fear the world because your eternal destination has already been made clear. At Spirit of Life right now, we're getting into the season of end time. That's where we start to talk about preparing ourselves to meet before the throne of God and see these books be opened. How cool it is that you and I don't have to be afraid to meet that desk. You don't have to fear your end. You get to live every day showing the the world that you know that you are chosen for heaven and that they are too. Dear friends, you're going to stand before that judgment seat. How I look forward to standing there with you and Jesus and hearing beautiful words like this. See, for all of your brokenness, now I make all things new. I look forward to hearing God say to you, though you are imperfect, well done, good and faithful servant. Because of my son, God is going to say, heaven has been poured out for you. Amen.